Welcome back, Hemming Brainiacs, for the podcast of Brilliance. We're talking about Ben Johnson briefly. Had a few poems there from Ben Johnson last night, but even with all those poems, I had no discussion prompt to offer. Swimmer says the mum of fish, he says, Ben Johnson was an English steward, dramatist, lyric poet, and literary critic. He is generally regarded as the second most important English dramatist after Shakespeare. Most of him po- <coughs> excuse me. Most of his poems, most of his poems, do not have any analysis or additional info on the internet that I could find. But what I did find was Queen and Huntress Fair and Foul. This song is included in the satiric stage comedy Cynthia's Revels. The play satirizes various court vices represented by characters whose names typify their failings. Uh, drink to me only with thine eyes. Per lit charts, this besotted speaker of Song to Celia is drunk on love. A simple glance from his beloved Celia is more delicious than even the wine of the gods, and the scent of her breath makes him feel as if he might be able to cheat death itself. Still to be neat, still to be dressed. Johnson repetitively lists tasks to emphasise the exorbitant nature of woman's routine in the poetic's voice's mind. By individually listing each task, the speaker emphasises the extent extended routine in which the woman is indulging (coughs) this listing also makes the process readying oneself appear tedious or dull to an outsider and male observer follow a shadow if it still flies you my own analysis the whole premise of this poem is awful women are but shadows of men yeah I didn't think that that one would go down too well (laughs) um What a weird concept to write a poem about. Even even if you do think, you know, sometimes there's some pretty outdated views, but even for that date, for any time, it's just a weird view to have, you know. That women are the shadows of men. doesn't even really feel relatable at all, you know. <coughs> so... Um, like, I can't even think of an instance in my head where I've been like, yeah, that woman is the shadow of me. Even one, let alone, like, as a in-general statement. So, weird. Weird. Anyway. That was Ben Johnson. Today's poet is John John Don. John Don. 1573, died 1631. First poem is called Daybreak. Stay, O sweet, and do not rise. The light that shines comes from thine eyes. The day breaks not, it is my heart, because that you and I must part. Stay, or else my joys will die and perish in their infant sigh. <coughs> Excuse that. This one's called Song. Go and catch a falling star, get with child a mandrake root. Tell me where all past years are, who or who cleft the devil's foot. Teach me to hear mermaids singing, or to keep off envy's stinging, and find what wind serves to advance an honest mind. If thou beest born to strange sights, things invisible to see, ride ten thousand days and nights, till age snow-white hairs on thee, thou, when thou returnest, wilt tell me all strange wonders that befell thee, 
and swear nowhere lives a woman true and fair. If thou findest one, let me know. Such a pilgrimage were sweet, yet do not, I would not go. Though at next door we might meet, though she were true when you met her, and last till you write your letter, yet she will be false ere I come to two or three. That time and absence proves rather helps than hurts to loves. Absence, hear thou my protestation against thy strength, distance, and length. Do what thou canst for alteration for hearts of truest metal. Absence doth join and time doth settle. Who loves a mistress of such quality, his mind hath found affection's ground beyond time, place, and all mortality. To hearts that cannot vary, absence is present, time doth tarry. My sense, senses want their outward motion, which now, within, reason doth win, redoubled by her secret notion. Like rich men that take pleasure in hiding more than handling treasure. My absence, this good means I gain, that I can catch her where none can watch her in some close corner of my brain. There I embrace and kiss her, and so enjoy her, and none miss her. This one's called Ecstasy. Where, like a pillow on a bed, a pregnant bank swelled up to rest, the violet's reclining head sat, we two, one another's best. Our hands were firmly cemented by a vast balm which thence did spring. Our eyes' beams twisted and did not thread our eyes upon one double string. So, to engraft our hands as yet, was all the means to make us one, and pictures in our eyes to get, was all our propagation. As twixt two equal armies, fate suspends uncertain victory, our souls, which to advance their state, were gone out hung twixt her and me, and whilst our souls negotiate there, we like sepulchral statues lay all day. The same our postures were, and we said nothing all the day. The Dream Dear love, for nothing less than thee would I have broke this happy dream, it was a theme. For reason, much too strong for fantasy, therefore thou wakest and me wisely, yet my dream thou brokest not, but continuest it. Thou art so true that thoughts of thee suffice to make dreams, truths, and fables, histories enter these arms. For since thou thoughtest it best not to dream all my dream, let's act the rest. As lightning or a taper's light, thine eyes and not thy noise waked me. Yet I thought thee, for thou lovest true an angel at first sight. But when I saw thou sawest my heart and knewest my thoughts beyond an angel's art, when thou knewest what I dreamt, when thou knewest when, excess of joy would wake me and calmest then I must confess it could not choose but be profane to think thee anything but thee <coughs> coming and staying showed thee thee but rising makes me doubt that now thou art not thou that love is weak where fear as strong as he tis not all spirit pure and brave if mixture it of fear, shame, honour have, perchance as torches which must ready be, men light and put out, so thou dealest with me, 
thou camest to kindle ghost to come then i will dream that hope again but else would die the funeral whoever comes to shroud me do not harm nor question much that subtle wreath of hair about mine arm the mystery the sign you must not touch for tis my outward soul viceroy to that which unto heaven being gone will leave this to control and keep these limbs her provinces from dissolution for if the sinewy thread my brain lets fall through every part can tie those parts and make me one of all those hairs which upward grew and strength and art have from a better brain can better do it except she meant that i by this should know my pain as prisoners then are manacled when they condemned to die whatever she meant by it bury it with me for since i am love's martyr it might breed adultery idolatry if into other hands these relics came as twas humility to afford to it all that a soul can do so tis some bravery that since you could have none of me i bury some of you a hymn to god the father wilt thou forgive that sin where i begun which was my sin though it were done before wilt thou forgive that sin through which i run and do run still though still i do deplore when thou hast done thou hast not done for i have more wilt thou forgive that sin which i have won others to sin and made my sins their door wilt thou forgive that sin which i did shun a year or two but wallowed in a score when thou hast done thou hast not done for i have more i have a sin of fear that when i have spun my last thread i shall perish on the shore but swear by thyself that at my death thy sun shall shine as he shines now and heretofore and having done that thou hast done i fear no more lastly we have a poem called death death be not proud though some have called thee mighty and dreadful for thou art not so for those whom thou thinkest thou dost overthrow die not poor death nor yet canst thou kill me for rest and sleep which but thy picture be much pleasure then from thee much more must flow and soonest our best men with thee do go rest of their bones and souls delivery thou art slave to fate chance kings and desperate men and dost with poison war and sickness dwell and poppy or charms can make us sleep as well and better than thy stroke why swellest thou then one short sleep past we wake eternally and death shall be no more death thou shalt die all right poems there you go Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you tomorrow.